Hello and welcome to the DC United Kingdom podcast. This is season three and it's episode four and I'm your host, James Gray. As you'll see, alongside me over here, and we're just going to love a quick look over him. Hello. I've got John, who is half of the RFK refugees. Welcome to the show for the second time, John. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm great. I'm, I'm waiting for my my golden jacket for the Two Timers Club. I'm trying to catch up with the the real the real uh, show, the friends of the show, but we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Well, I think on your show, you said it was a green jacket, wasn't it, that you got for two times? For, and that was for Felipe, wasn't it? To what? Uh, it's uh it's in the mail felipe if you're listening to this uh there was a there was a mailing mishap with the jacket so it'll get there eventually i promise at some point <laughs> oh fantastic right just a quick reminder um if you've missed the season so far obviously don't if you're watching it live don't go away just yet we can watch the stuff at the end but so far we've had russell canals on we had that great interview with hernan lasada and on the last show i finally got to interview my goalkeeping idol bill hamid um We've had the giveaway at the start of the start of the year for the uh, DCU 2021 home jersey, which was won by Adam. That was awesome to be able to do that. And we've gone live on Patreon and we've got new merchandise as well. So have a look in the description. You'll see the links in there. Have a click through. And I would love it if you would be able to um, support the show in any way you can. Um, but John... Yeah, and, and if you guys want to give, if you want to give James money, we'll also take your money. We also, uh, we're also into that. So head over to rfkrefugees.com and spread it around. <laughs> Great little plug there. It was nicely, mm-hmm. nicely done. Um, Thank you. We've had our first comment in the YouTube chat. Angus, hello, how are you doing? Give us a little response on that. See, how, how are you getting on over there? Um, but John, how is it over in America right now, over across the pond? You know, I can't complain. We're having pretty good weather. Uh, we are. It, it feels like it feels like we're turning a little bit of a corner. Maybe that's wrong. People are, of course, getting kicked out of spring break in Florida, so corners are relative, perhaps. But I think that uh, we're all we're all starting to feel like the end of a of a super long nightmare. We've got a we've got a full schedule release. We've got soccer that's about to happen. So I feel like we have to we have to be thankful about that for sure. Indeed, it, things are looking up finally. We had our first preseason game, which we will talk about. We've got preseason game. If you're watching or listening before Friday, we're coming up against Loudoun United. That's going to be streamed live on dcunited.com. Um, and as you rightly said, we've had the full season schedule announced. So great season ahead, things to look forward to. But let's start with the talking points. First one, the New Jersey. What do you reckon? I have one upstairs. Uh, I've got a Kevin Paredes uh, jersey. I have worn it a couple times. I like it. Mm-hmm. Certainly better than last year's. I will say that if you search for DC United away jerseys from last year on eBay, uh, there are about 5 trillion of them, and they're about $25. So if you're into white T-shirts that have DC United logos on them, you can get one for a song right now. They're, they're just giving them away. I've I've looked on different sites over here, like obviously the UK version of eBay, um, Kitbag. They're still going for a like 60 70 quid no so you've got to get somebody over here who hook you up because they are literally i, I mean, uh, facebook marketplace i feel like what happened was there was a truck of them <laughs> and they just they just opened the back door and they all fell out and no one cared because they're white t-shirts and then all these people took them and are now selling them for nothing yeah it's it wasn't exactly the greatest of jerseys it, um, it was not a hit no and i don't think the 2019 2020 across the board was a hit at all for anyone. No. 
No. The one thing that the one jersey that I thought was a little bit different, a little bit out there in terms of the away, the white ones was um, San Jose Earthquakes, where they had the blue and the yellow, and it was a bit, bit different. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of the LA Galaxy kit right now, the the uh, the, the old green. stripe one. Yeah, that's yeah. an excellent jersey. It's that, like Leeds Leeds colors uh, currently, but it is a. Uh, I'd go I'd go that way. I think that, that they they need to lean more into their at least at least the teams that have a a heritage that is not 90s garish. Um, San Jose, for instance, you would not want to lean too far back into their early days. Uh, not visually, not visually appealing, extremely, extremely nineties aesthetic, but um, there, there are some that there are some that could do it. You know, the Red Bulls, if they were allowed to do Metro stars, things could make some appealing jerseys. Yeah. I mean, as you touched on there, the galaxy one, that reminds me of an old Millsbury kit from back in the 94, 95 season, going back way back on that one. And I think I tweeted it out and they look very similar. They've got the vertical stripes, the green, the dark green. It's hey, it pains me to say because I'm not a big Galaxy fan, but it is a nice kit. You nice gotta, kit. gotta give it up, or you gotta give it up, right? I feel like yeah. this is just one of them times. Uh, they're, they're, the Marvel jersey is fine. I think it's good. Uh, I, I think they took a few risks. They could have maybe taken more. I think, yeah. um, but I, you know, I guarantee you it'll sell better than the last one. Oh yeah, without yeah. a doubt. I mean, I've bought one and I didn't buy the right. last one, so that's an increase. There you go. There. Yeah. Check, check, check plus one. Yeah. And I like the, I like the blue. I like the red on it. And I like the material as well. The blue was, I think, a little controversial for some folks. Mm. They didn't like the blue. But then again, that's, that's the internet. And uh, you're not going to find too many nice things on the internet. But I think, I think overall, people, you, you can't make everybody happy. But I think this has, ma- this has already made more people happy than the last one. So exactly. Kudos. Yeah. yeah it's, it's good. I like it. Um, like right. you, like you, you, you talked about before. The uh, cherry blossom jersey is still the oh. the TBD. Hopefully, coming in the future jersey. I think for uh, Bill was talking about doing that as a goalie jersey, right? Or hoping for that. That's easy, yeah. right? Because they don't have to print more of them. You just make one. Exactly. It's done. Yeah. But that's the one thing that I I still don't get is the fact that you can't buy an MLS goalkeeper jersey. It, uh, not online. You can sometimes in the store they'll have them, and they used to have them at RFK. They would have a bit more of them. There are, uh, you know, yes. Talk to Donald Wine. Donald Wine has like thirty-five DC United goalie jerseys. I've seen them in him. He talks about them. I keep bringing him up. We don't even know each other, but he talks so much about having jerseys, and I've seen him in goalie jerseys. So, if you're listening, Donald, yes, we should actually be friends instead of me just talking about you on podcasts. I, mean, I was lucky he came onto mine last year. And we did talk about the uh, jersey collection, See? and he's got See? he's got so many. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to catch up. And there's someone else who, who's got a lot of jerseys, and not Kim. just you got it. Yeah, yeah, Kim. We have yes. The uh, I am nowhere. In, I'm not competing yet. The, my problem, I think, is I gave away too many of them as a like my uh, my Salihi jersey, my Anjan Sulu practice jersey. I've got a bunch of weird or mid two thousands jerseys that I gave away because I was like. I wouldn't want them if they're gone. And then now later, you know, 10 years later, I'm like, oh no, actually it would be really cool if I had, and now they're all gone. They're in, they're in goodwill. They're in landfills. Who knows where they are? It's unfortunate. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Kim, he's just commented. Hey Kim. Um, he said he, he's a, he's a fan of the Jersey, uh, but the internet is tied up in the myth of the cherry blossom. It, I mean, the, the year that DC comes out with the cherry blossom the internet will break. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm putting it out there. The internet will actually break because it's something that is it like Bigfoot? <laughs> it's it's a myth until it isn't, right? Like I feel like it certainly is now. It's vaporware right now. It's from a leaked from a leaked document that that you know wasn't supposed to see the light of day. But I mean, do a small run. You did the you do the uh, the yeah. parlay jerseys in a small run. You sell them out. Oh. You could do these in a listen, Kim. You you among you among them. You know. Anything they're going to release, you're probably going to buy. I'm going to buy it. Those, even the the uh, I, the only one I didn't get last year was the uh, the like USA, like the red, white, and blue Fourth of July jerseys. I wish yes. I had got one now. They're kind of cool. I didn't get one at the time, but anything else, I'm you know I'm buying. So just do a small run, try it I, out. I like those uh, the the warm up uh, shirts that they do. I think yep. I, I was able to get um, the Pride one from 2019. So nice. Yeah, they look really, really good. It's like, why aren't they our away jerseys normally? Just I, the more the better. There are some people that are very stodgy about like only wanting two jerseys, but I am, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, as a young person, as a Gen Z person who is into the fashions, understands that like the more the better. I have, have your home, have your home that you wear at home every time, but then have, who cares when you're away? Your fans are watching you on TV. Go crazy. Yeah. Give them more not? stuff to buy. There you go. Anyone from the club and you're listening and you're working with Adidas, get making lots of kits. Yeah. I mean, it's it seems like a winner for everybody. Everybody yeah. gets more more money. More seems money. like a good seems more like money, a way to money, go. More money, more money. Yep. Make it rain. And the other thing is they could do auction them off as well for charity. Yep. There you go. There we go. It's problem solved. Everyone is a winner. Everyone is a winner. Oh, comments are, are now hitting off on there. So Angus is just saying the same people who complain that blue isn't a DC color would love a pink jersey. Well, I mean, he's he's right, but I like the blue. I'd like a pink jersey. I think it would yeah. be great. And you know what? Why can't we have both? Well, let's be greedy. Yep. And then Kim's just come up and said, I think the training shirts are where they can hit up the speciality thing. Yeah, definitely. Why not have a different training shirt every every game? Sure. Why not? Go crazy. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Just don't just don't buy too many of them so you don't you're not holding merchandise you can't sell and then yeah. you're good to go. Exactly. And again, you could auction those off. Yep. Yeah. Um I know and the other other thing I want to make a point on on the jersey front is I'm sorry, Fliss, my wife. But you did catch me looking at eBay and you said I was I was getting obsessed. You can never get obsessed with jerseys. Just ask I feel him. like yeah, I feel like the eBay tab for DC United is always open on my computer mm. and I'm just refreshing it. I feel like that's just the way it goes. So yeah. Do you I, put the shirt, I, I empathize. shirt size in there as well so you get it filtered down properly? I do sometimes, but I also, I also, I'm also looking for other things. Like thing, I love just general correct collectible stuff, mm. and, you know, so shorts, everything, different sizes. So it's it just means I have to look longer and, and make more mm. searches, yeah. which is fine. There was one thing I did spot on eBay that I, I did want to get, but it was a, and it was eighty six pounds, and it was for the Freddie I do Russian doll thing. Mm. And I thought, mm. I don't know about that one. Did mm. you get it, or you thought you wanted I, to get it? I, th- I, it crossed my mind. Yeah, I don't I know. Was, I was close I to like, hitting that buy now button, but I said, it I feel like that's one of those things that will not have resale value. <laughs> I feel like you keep in that one. I don't think I don't think that one's appreciating in value. Maybe no. I'm wrong, but. The one, th- the one I do want to get is the the original one um, from '96, and I've seen a few of them on eBay, but they're going for like 150 pounds. Yeah, I got one recently yeah. for like 60, 
It's Ooh. not a great quality, but I have a friend, Nancy, who got one new with tags in a bag this year for like 75 bucks, what? maybe less. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how. You know, we talked earlier about the jerseys falling off the, the cart. I can't yeah. imagine there's still 96 to 98 jerseys that are sitting in bags in a warehouse somewhere, but yeah. I don't know. She says it does. I looked at it. It doesn't look like a, doesn't look like a counterfeit. So wow. Fat play. Got lucky. Angus found a Angus found a red Jersey on Facebook for 25 bucks or something. So you got to, you get, you get lucky. You do. You've just, I mean, didn't he get, get that shit from Brazil? What was that? I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I think that was the, I I might be confusing with another one, but anyway, let's move away from jerseys. Cause that was a lot of Jersey talk. That was a lot of Jersey talk. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, good continue on, but you know what? You guys out there, you probably want to hear some actual soccer talk for once. Because, you know, it's been a while since I've actually done one of these style podcasts because I've had players on over the last however many. So it's good. And I'm very not a player. I am extremely not that. So this is a different thing for him. Exactly. But you know what? You could be a soccer player. Not, though. No. <laughs> Still, I'm just telling you, it is not. It was never for me, unfortunately. <laughs> Did you have you ever been like a regular player or just? Yeah, you know, I played rec. I played rec as a kid. I played rec as an adult. And Mm. it was one of those things where my mind knew what I wanted to do, but you know, nothing else, nothing else complied. So I just said, I'm going to, I'm going to watch this. And what position did you play when you played? Oh, you know, think about not wanting to run as much and loving to score goals. So you can't, you know, exactly. I was, I was up top. I was, I was, uh, I was a poaching, a non-running poaching forward. Target man. Yep. That's me. Yeah. Five eleven target man. (laughs) That was worked out really well for me. See, I was, at, I, I, was at, I was at the other end, six foot ten goalie. I mean, that makes sense. That 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 that's a logical placement for you, I think. Uh, but not when when you're playing six aside and the goals are about three foot high. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're 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 losing your natural advantage there. Lying down. <laughs> yeah, Spread across good. the goal. I fit in the goal. That's not as good. No, not when you get the ball smacked at you. No, no. And I'm not going to say where. Right. I think we all yeah. know. Yeah, we all I know. We and we're all we're all flinching a little bit, I think, on that one. Right. Soccer. Let's get on to it. DC DC soccer stuff. Um, we've made some sightings. It's true. In the off season. We've made quite a few. I've got a list of them. So we had the super draft at the start of the year where we picked up Kamani Smith in the fourth pick. We picked up Michael DeShields. In the fifth pick, since we traded that with Atlanta. And then we picked up uh, John Kempin, Adrian Perez, Giovanni Bolivar, Brendan Heinz Ike. We uh, signed Jacob Green to a pro contract. And as of today, as of what, about two hours ago, two, three hours ago, we've officially signed Nigel Roberta. It's true. It's, it's been pretty good. Yeah, it's certainly quantity. Uh, there's a lot of quantity there. Um, a lot of these players, to me, seem like they would be Loud United players, depth mm. signings. Not not so many jumping directly into the starting eleven. Uh, Nigel being maybe the exception of of the player that you would think, and yeah. Brendan Brendan will probably do so, particularly with the uh, Steve Bourbon being out. Yes, but you know i think these are good moves they've 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 strengthened them where they were weak for sure and we'll uh, i'm sure we can run through them one by one if you want but i think overall this has not changed dc united's relative position in the table with these signings there's been no real game changers out of this list i would probably not uh, well, well, let's, let's but we'll th- but let's find out we'll run yeah. through 
let's run through them. So we first up, Kamani Smith, who scored his first goal um, in the Auckland preseason game against Greenfield Triumph, which I'm going to put this out there. I don't care what that result was. It was right. for much sharpness. It was just to get the fitness up. You, you looked at it, we had side 11 playing out in the first half and a different 11 in the second half. You're never going to get an accurate result on that one. So not bothered about the result. I'm just happy that players were there. Don't think there was any major injuries or any knocks in that game. And we were able to score a goal. And Hernan Lasada still hasn't seen a nil-nil draw. There you go. That's true. <laughs> That's the stat that I will never I'll never get over is the fact that he's never seen a nil-nil tie. It's just That's- insane. It's certainly not. It's certainly something you would take into account when the betting starts uh, in the in the new season. Yeah, don't would not be. Sports. I would not be one. It would not be one that I would uh, put money on. No, but then maybe the odds will be really good though. Right. Maybe, that's right. So you're fighting. You got a coach's history versus a, a team's history. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see who wins. Exactly. So Kamani Smith, um, born in England, so he's got the he's got the love from me in Nottingham. Um, what are your thoughts on him and the stuff that you'll have seen through the DC Twitter account because there's not really been any other content. From yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, I understand he's more of a winger than a nine. Um, unfortunately for him, we are extremely deep on the wings, mm. particularly on the right-hand side, which I think is the side he plays on, uh, particularly even more so when Paul Ariola gets back. Um, so I don't know that he'll have a big impact on the team this year. And I also don't know what the plan is as far as Loudon, DC, if there's going to be inner, uh, you know, I'm, I've, we've had Ryan Martin on the show a bunch of times. I don't necessarily know if they've uh, decided for sure what the, what the rules are going to be with interseason loans. They should, it, at this point, they should, in my opinion, just have it open up, have testing, but have it opened up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't, you know, I think he's a, he's one for the future rather than one I would lean on too much this year. Yeah. Um, if he's playing, uh, you either have an injury crisis or he is really, really, overcome expectations to, to to perform this year yeah no I, I totally agree on that one um great fall season though for for a college player he had a really really exceptional yeah. uh fall tournament with clemson was the acc mvp in the tournament scored i think five or six goals so uh, he's hot so he's coming in right we, we for a team that needs goals he seems to have the touch it's just a matter of you know he's not an, he's not a natural nine i don't know if he's maybe he's a second striker so we'll see. Yeah, and we've seen that Anand tends to play with two strikers, so he could fill that role quite well. And you've seen over the last sort of few years, we've had a few players who've come from Super Draft have really taken to MLS. I mean, you look at Julian Gressel, for example. I mean, he's had a he's had a crack in a few years. Daryl DK now playing for Barnsley in the EFL Championship, who's doing rather well over there. Um, Frankie Amaya um, had a good first season. Don't think he's going to get too many games this season because of the signing since he have made. Um, they've been ridiculous in the transfer market, but the only so, ones basically. Yeah, I mean, this on Brenner. What the yeah. heck? I, I I'm curious what enticements the agent uh, received mm. to make that happen. Yeah, obviously he wants to be in the window, right? He wants to be visible to to Europe, but I don't know if FC Cincinnati is the best way to do that maybe it is maybe i'm wrong maybe there's a maybe there's a continental interest in f cincinnati games that i never knew i mean lucho came to that team for that same reason like i think that he yeah. knows that they're watching brenner so if he can be around brenner he can probably get another get another opportunity to go because i don't think yeah. 
this was his long-term aspiration. I could no. be wrong. Maybe he loves Chile. I don't. I don't know. I mean, when you go into a side who've his, who've only ever finished bottom, it's a tough sell. Yeah. New stadium, though. I guess there's that new stadium. Yes, which is looking really nice. Um, there was a video that I caught up and just seeing all the lights going around. It was. It looks really, really good. But maybe he's still sold on the fact that we're a brand new team. And they didn't tell them about the previous two seasons. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Maybe. Anyway. Enough, Expansion uh, team. Enough Cincy bashing. Um, never. No, no. You can never get enough of that. Um, second signing was Michael to Shields. Um, not really seen much of him. Uh, so, to be honest, I haven't got much of a, an opinion on him. But it's some. It's a position that we've needed to strengthen in because of the lack of centre-backs that we've had. So, maybe he's a bencher. Maybe he's, if you're, they're allowed to flow between the two sides, maybe he'll play a lot for Loudon and then just come in on the bench like we saw a couple of seasons ago when Loudon first came around. Yeah, I, I think that's probably right. I, I'm not in a position to say too much more about him than that. I know that he's been playing center back. I think he's supposed to be versatile, um, and that's needed with a team that has injuries at center back all the time. And it looks very much like we're going to start the, start the year with a 3-5-2. So yeah. we need all the center backs we can um, – alive and healthy and playing definitely now i haven't mentioned the third super draft sign mainly because we haven't signed him to a contract at all right so <laughs> there's no need to go into detail about that one mainly because he's not actually a dc United player just yet so if he comes into it we'll talk about him. um john kempen third choice keeper um mainly, i think he's just mainly there just to replace earl edwards jr who moved on to new england revolution yep. um I think he's going to be one of those guys who probably play more for Loudon rather than anything else. Yeah, I I, I do not anticipate seeing him at all. <laughs> no. I maybe on the bench. Uh, well, uh, yes, for sure on the bench at the beginning of the season with Bill recovering, but after yes. that, never again. Yeah, maybe he's in the U.S. Open Cup. I on the bench. On yeah, the bench. I think. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. I think he also like maybe if we. You know, last two years ago, we played Real Betis and uh, a couple oh, other yeah. teams, and that was like throw the throw the kids to the wolves opportunity. <laughs> so probably then you probably see him then again. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Adrian Perez, who we picked up in the was it the waiver draft at the end of last year? Yeah, re Yeah, waiver draft. Re whatever. It was one of those two. One of the nine drafts that MLS has. A ridiculous amount. I, I love the draft system, but sure, you, you I don't. need to simplify it a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. But um, Adrian Paris, I wrote sure. an article on our website, rfkrefugees.com, uh, talking about all of the forwards uh, that are on the team. And I forgot, I forgot him. I, f I forgot him. I, I did a bit on all of them. We did a graphic. Oh. forgot he existed. So that's tough. But that should also tell you sort of like where I think he stacks up on this team. I think it's just as likely that he gets released in preseason uh, as he did not cost us anything. And yeah. he... A minimal impact for LAFC. I could be wrong. He's obviously, I mean, he's in training. I heard his name said in one of the one of the videos for training. So for sure he exists and is there. Um, but uh yeah, I, I don't I don't anticipate him making a big impact for the team this year. No. Um, but then could be wrong. You never you never, you never know. know. I don't want to yeah, you never know. And then comes from I, it comes from indoor, by the way. I think if, if anybody who's interested where he comes from, I think he was signed from an indoor team. Oh, which is okay. a no longer, which it used to be a long time ago, a very common uh, development pathway uh, in MLS as, okay. as MLS was a nascent league. That was a uh, good players playing in indoor less so now, uh, but that's where he was picked up from. 
Fair. There we go. Every day's a school day. Little nugget. Yes. Um, I was going to say something about Paris. Yes, that was it. So I play FIFA more a, a lot recently, mainly because I've got the new Xbox Series X, and not to rub it in, but I was able to actually pick one up. And Paris actually is not bad on that. I think he's rated 66 or 67, which for DC right. is actually decent. Um, but then I take it you, back. Yeah, but when you've I got me all, up front, I take it all back now. <laughs> you've got me up front, uh, who you can't, I can't put me to my actual height, which is still annoying. But move slowly, but I've got a good finish. I that love that. Really, I love that you're too tall really for the wrong. game. <laughs> no, no, I think you should, you should leave with that. That sounds like you're, uh, that sounds like your Tinder profile. I think that's that's what that is right there. I'd keep that in there. Plus, I don't have a Tinder profile. <laughs> don't he listen doesn't. to John. He doesn't. He doesn't. It's he doesn't. But if he did, that's what he uh, would put on there. Move slow. Good finish. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah. That sounds so pervy. YouTube after dark. Oh, and it's only it's like yeah. past eight over here. Yeah. It's before the anyway. watershed. Yeah, so uh anyway, moving Giovanni on. Giovanni Bolivar. Yes, <laughs> yes, Giovanni Bolivar. Um another one I think will be sort of a more towards Loudon, but I think he's one of those guys who could surprise us because he's only on loan. So obviously he want he'll want to make a big impact um to earn that permanent transfer. I think we might might be pleasantly surprised by this one. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I I kept calling him Bruno Miranda in on, on the podcast because of <laughs> another player, a one year a one year yes. loan deal for a player who did well for his under twenty. Uh, and I keep also keep thinking he's from Bolivia. And I, by the fact that his last name is Bolivar, I feel like I am forgiven in being incorrect on that over and over again. I've done uh, that but, as well. Yeah, so that's you know it's it's really his fault if we think about it. Um, I I, I think that. I think that it's very, again, I think he's the, a very strong bet to be uh, in Loudon. I think maybe full, full stop. I think maybe train with the team during the week so that uh, Ernan can get an idea if he likes him or not. But I think that that's, if he's going to play at all, that's really, that's really where it is, but not even the open cup. Again, we don't get to see them. These are all new players coming from leagues. We don't watch. No one's watching the, I mean, I do have a channel that watches the Venezuelan league. What? Yeah, man, I have all the channels. I am. It's a, it's embarrassing. It's a fanatis has a has the Venezuelan league, so I watch that, it. And that's available to watch it legally. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, seven bucks a month. Yeah, yep. That's insane. Yep. We can get yeah. that over. Don't get that over here. Well, listen, VPN into Virginia, and then you can get you can get it. Um, yeah. but I, I think that it's very it's very likely that he is a that he's another Loudon player, probably more so. Kamarni, Kamarni seems like he has he's a, he's a bit older, and it's more likely that he might stick with DC United and just sort of be yeah. fill in open cup, that kind of thing. No, definitely. Um, just we've had a, a couple of comments coming through on the chat. Just uh Stu, how are you doing? It's nice to see you in there. Um commenting back on Brenner's move. Brenner's move is so out there that maybe it's the agent's move for the shock value to drum up more interest. That's that's not yep. a bad, not a bad take on it, or just more money. I mean that's probably it. Yeah. Uh, nobody nobody looked to look closely to the brown envelopes on the table. Yeah, that's probably we'll ignore those. And indoor nugget, he's learned something new. So that's it. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad to provide uh, information. Yeah. Uh, Kim 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 uh, mentioning at least we're not signing players because their mother sent in a videotape anymore. That is a reference to 
Jose Carvalho, a goalie uh, that played in one match, I believe, for DC. Although, Kim, if you check, I believe Jose is still playing. He is he has found a way to to stick with the team and actually play. I don't know where exactly, but I don't know if his mom also got him that contract. It's tough to say. <laughs> but it's probably. Big. Listen, if your mom's if your if your mom can get you a contract, you got to give her your uh, agent fee. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's just the way that goes. I mean, speaking of signings made from clips, um, my team in the UK, Millsborough, Gareth Southgate, England manager legend, because he's doing rather well for for international level. Started off his uh, managerial career at the Borough. First few signings um, made from YouTube. Hey, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Afonso Alves, goal scoring machine in Holland, in the Netherlands. Scoring as everyone the, is, yeah. as most as most people are in Holland. Yes. Scoring more than one goal a game, which is some wow. record. Wow. Um, his highlight was scoring two goals against Man City in an 8-1 win. Wow. I mean, granted, an 8-1 win against Man City, that's something. What year was this? That was 2008. Okay, so that was before the takeover. Uh, before the second takeover. So this is okay. when the uh, Taksin Shinawatra took over. Yes. So the medium money takeover, not the necessarily money the God money. Yes. <laughs> They're buying anybody you want money. Yes, not the Pep Guardiola kind of money. Right. Um, and then we signed a guy called Lee Dong-Gook from... He was playing in Germany, um, South Korean. I think we signed him just to sell some shirts over in Korea. We didn't sell any shirts over in Korea because he was awful. <laughs> um, and I think there was one other player, and I can't remember his name. He was that good. But yeah, there you go. Yeah, you go. YouTube. Yeah, don't do it. And don't I, do it. if you're listening and you or you're watching right now or later, don't sign players from YouTube. I know you can't really do much in the current pandemic, but just stay away from YouTube to watch players. Thank you. Anyway, Brendan Heinzike, moving on. Because <laughs> we could yeah, Brendan, talk about Yeah, we could talk about we could talk about YouTube. We could talk about Middlesbrough, I'm sure, for quite a while. I would yeah. imagine that's not a problem. Yes. Uh, Brendan Heinzike, the thing I saw from him, and I'm not sure if you saw this as well. Uh, Jason Anderson from Black and Red and Filibuster tweeted his the Smarter Scout profile. Um, and no. he is uh, below average in almost all defensive categories. As far as ball retention, one-on-one aerial duels, passing. Um, so the if you don't know Smarter Scout, the, the premise of it is to be able to take um, stats from other countries and, and normalize them for MLS. Yeah. So I don't know if you know trust the model as much as you want to trust the model, but um, yeah, not not a, not from a from a you know on the on on paper perspective, uh, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> to be determined. You can't deal with everything on paper. Sure. Stats, stats and soccer are, I think, yeah. I don't want to say completely specious, but it's certainly, I feel like there are players that they're getting better. The stats yeah. are definitely getting better. The, the more, the more advanced stats that they're using seem to be to better triangulate a player's performance than maybe just the, the normal counting stats. But um, we'll see. I think he's got, a, he's got a lot to prove. Yeah. He's liked by the, he's liked by the manager. So brought him over here. So clearly yeah. there's something that he sees in him. So. And then you got to remember Jaime Moreno did awful in the Premier League with Borough. Sure. Say no more. Sure. Yeah. Um, but Josie Altador being another uh, Premier yes. League washout. Yes. That was, he was awful. He was really, he was really extremely, bad. extremely on very bad. <laughs> yeah. But saying that injuries didn't help him. No, no, but 
I think I don't think that was the only. <laughs> he had a, he had a bunch of bad runs in a bunch of different bad places. I think he was the only place he he played in. Villarreal did not score. He played in oh. Holland and did score. I'm trying to think. It's been it's so long now. I just in my period. mind. Yeah, it's he's older than I think. That's the that's how you know you're getting older is when players that you watch as rookies are like, oh, they're too old to play now. They have to retire because their bodies are breaking down. And you're like, oh, that's not good. I saw him get drafted. Yeah, not good at all. Yes, and yet Freddie Dews what thirty one. That's just ridiculous. Seventh seventh division, uh, whatever. He's not now. He got released. I'm saying like that was that was the that was the the ninth chance and it didn't work out. So yeah, yeah. I think That's he was just hold on hold off on that Russian doll. I think it'll get cheaper. I think yeah, if he maybe. continues to, it's either that or it's going to get way more expensive. That's true. No career. one's making Russian dolls now. I'm afraid yeah. you do. Yeah, true. Um, in other Brendan hindsight news, he's just joined Instagram. Saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all of his go. pictures are all of his pictures are uh, things Javi took in the last week and a half. Yeah, bless. Yeah, well, it's, it's nice that he's, he's getting on social media so he can interact with the fans. Yeah, um, no, I love it. Yeah, it's good. It's good for us. Um, next up, Jacob Green, um, coming from the academy, and we saw last year how good our academy can be. Fingers crossed he's another another good prospect. Um, when you look at football manager, um, like I do, because it's the it's the Bible of everything for football related. He's classed as a promising young promising fullback. There you go. There so you that's go. all that's all you need to know. Yeah. You're set there. He he looked he looked pretty good in Loudon in the few games yeah. that he played there. I think he had like seven or eight starts. Um another player you would hope that uh is not start again. Fullback depth is pretty thin, so there's an opportunity for him to actually get an opportunity. He is very young; he's 18, just turned yes. 18 yesterday or day before. Um, it's, it's kind of slight, so we'll we'll see. Yeah. I haven't had an opportunity to see him play against and lost caliber talent. Uh, yeah. USL is a different story, so yeah. TBD. It'd be great. It'd be great. We we don't have a lot of young players on the back line. So Donovan Pines is it. So yes, what the better. I look how good Pines is. Having a had a really he's on the up. He's some I, I was doing a preview last night with I80 West, which I believe is now on YouTube, which you can find the link on our Twitter page, twitter.com slash RFK refugees. Um the uh he 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 counted six or seven different statistics uh that Donovan was in the 98th and 99th percentile on all of MLS. Um wow. And they were not like made up stats either. They were like real, they were like things that you would care about. I don't yeah. have, I don't remember them off the top of my head. So it was one of those things where the advanced metrics on Donovan Pines are saying, you know, in the air, fan, fantastic. One on one battles, duels, fantastic. I think his challenges are with his feet sometimes more yes. so than more so than his head and, and his ability to play like physical defense. So yeah. I think he's straightening it out. I think if he puts that last piece together, You've got your you've got your center back for as long as you can keep him. Definitely. And saying that, there was a few times last season because obviously he got quite a good run of games uh, towards the end. His pass, he was playing some nice through balls, and he made a good couple of crosses as well, which was his long passing is fine. Yeah, it's I think it's I think they're. I mean, it's it's it's, we we had him on the show that I think will be released tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and you know it's hard to be a defender and make mistakes as you're learning because when you make a mistake it's a goal yeah. whereas if you're playing forward and you and you and you whiff or you're in the midfield and you get the ball away it doesn't necessarily automatically lead to a goal so yeah. your mistakes are highly highly under the microscope and your successes just seem like what you're supposed to be doing so it's a real it's a challenge for for him but he's you know he knows he's getting better on the things that he needs to work on so yeah and just a comment in the in the chat there um so angus is just saying don't act like if uh javi was taking your pictures they would make up half of your insta i mean of course he's a great photographer yeah stay tuned um, on that yeah oh oh stay tuned Stay tuned on that. Oh, that's a little nugget as well. You're coming out with a lot with a few nuggets this evening. I try and I'm also trying to do a lot of in in show promotion because I saw when we had Roach on our show last week, he kept uh, dropping his Twitter handle. I was like, you know what? That's a professional move. I need to start doing that. So yeah, I mean, at, I, at I'm, yeah, yeah, go for it. You can say as much as you want. <laughs> I have another mention. Say, go for it. No, no. Well, I, I, I got to sprinkle them in. They've got to be okay. sprinkled organically. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Uh, Jim, Jim Ensor, uh, it's great to see you uh, in the chat there. He's agreeing with uh, Angus on the uh, Have You Friends. But Angus, so Pines is the second coming of Pope. They both wear 23 too. And he's a little nugget of information. If you caught the episode that I had on with Pines last year, Pope is his agent. There you go. What more do you need? He is but the second coming of, of yeah, the Literally almost. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Kim, uh, Pines, there's just a little bit to do in some decision making. Mm. And that comes with experience. Um, he's not seasoned. He's not had, not played a full true season just yet. But I think the, he'll get game time this year if we're playing three, three centre-backs. He's going to get some game time. That will come. And I'm really excited to see how Pines develops over the next year or two. Moving on. Nigel Roberta. Yes, here we go. So, this, the signing was announced earlier on today. Or if you listen afterwards, it was signed, announced on Two Thursday. <laughs> or whenever it is, you know. Right. Um, and there's a couple of quotes that were sent out on the email that was sent to all of us on it. Um, we get these types of emails. So Dave Casper has come out and said, we've been monitoring Nigel over the past two seasons. So that's interesting. And we've been impressed with him in all phases of the game, particularly his ability to stretch the game vertically, press and counter-press, and score and manufacture all types of goals in every situation. Nigel is a bright young talent at 23, and we're looking forward to welcoming him to our family when he arrives ahead of our season opener on April 17th. And just a couple of things on him um, at his time at Levski Sofia. Um, he's got 20 goals and recorded eight assists and 39 appearances. So a goal every other game. What'd you make of that? I mean, that's, I, I would say, please refer to Eric Sorga's scoring, uh, scoring record in Estonia. Uh, it's very challenging to sort of transport that goal scoring ability over here. Um, it's hard. It's hard to say. It's a real, it's a real coin flip. Um, but when the team makes an investment in a player, particularly in an age in an area of need in a position of lack, not lack of uh, numbers depth, but lack of uh, prove proven, proven depth. Yes. So I think he's very likely to push Ola Kamara from the start. Yeah. I think that I, I would not imagine I, Jordi Reyna for me seems like an ideal second striker and I don't know what Ernan is thinking about it, but it would seem to me that Ola and Nigel will be fighting for one spot and sort of seeing how that goes throughout the year yeah. um, will be interesting. Yeah, I was speaking to Stu and another friend of ours, um, Andy, about it. 
And we were just saying, if he scores five goals this year, it's an improvement on last year. Yeah, he'd be a leading scorer, wouldn't he? Five? He would. Yeah, I think leading scorer was three. Yeah, so by a bit, almost yeah. double, in yeah, fact. exactly. So four goals, and he would be better. Yeah. Yeah. That's I don't not, think that would be a problem. I do not think that would be the same this year. I, I, I have to I have to believe as an optimist and a person who has to do so much talking about this team that that will not be the case this year. There will be at least six goals for somebody. Yes. Hopefully more than somebody. Somebody's. And if, if we get this, the Lasada ball, which I've coined, hashtag Lasada ball, <laughs> um, we're going to get so many goals this year. And that probably will be in our own net. But I'm here for the entertainment. That's what we watch soccer for, is to be entertained. So it's, I think it's going to be an exciting year on that front. So moving on, um, still on roster depth and things like that. Um, what pieces are we still missing? And I know you referred to your article on rfkrefugees.com um, <laughs> around the too many attackers and you missed out Adrian Perez. But I did. Um, that means we've got seven forwards. I think Correct. you mentioned six, didn't you, on your article. Correct. Well, so. there is some there is some uh there is some discussion after I believe Angus was the one making this point, point of clarification, uh, that some of those players are likely wing players and not actually in consideration for starting at a striker position. So for the for the pedants among us, that is that is technically true. Uh, but I put them in for for this for the other reason. But I think that yeah. other positions still uh could be addressed. Uh, wing back depth is still very thin. Yeah. Um, O'Neill Fisher, to me, I don't know what he was looking for for a contract perspective, but I feel like as a name, as a na- as you as you know what he can bring you, yeah. um, if he wasn't looking for too much money, seems like a guy you want to want to keep around while you're still real thin. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe absolutely. cut him or trade him halfway through the year once you know who you have. Um, see seeing what Jacob Green can do, and then I still think, uh, you know, what where does uh. Flores really feel comfortable as a player. Mm. It's on the wing. Is it in the middle? Is it as a second striker? Uh, so, so my concern is at the 10, at the 10, I was very excited about the possibility of, as if you know, if you watched our show at all, you know, I was very excited about Luciano Acosta potentially coming back. Yes. Uh, and then, and then pushing uh, Flores into the, into a second striker role. Um, that did not happen. As you know, he's at FC yep. Cincinnati now. So I think that there, that is the other, a, a creative, Unlocking player in the middle of the field is uh, an area where I think we maybe we could do for some some backup or some improvement. But what about you? What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree with the wing back, um, and I think we could still do with another centre back, um, just because of the fact that Bam Bam's probably going to be end up back for quite a long time. He's had to have second surgery on his ankle, which is never a good thing. Nope. Um, and we got and we've got Brion, who's not the quickest, and he's getting on quite a bit now i think he's 35 correct, correct. if i'm wrong no um, that's correct i remember because that's how old i am so i will never forget uh, how old uh, he is <laughs> i would never have said you were 35 that's the you know it's the lighting <laughs> skin regime in the lighting. <laughs> um but yeah it's we we need younger players at the back i think just to keep keep things fresh so for me it's it's the defensive side we need to uh, be strengthening in rather than the forward line there Yep, I think we're set there. As I think, without spending a lot of money, we're we're set there, right? Like, I, I think you could clearly spend a lot of money and get better there, but we're not going to right now. We don't. That's no. not what we're doing right now. So, no. I agree with you. And when Hernan was on on the show um, a few weeks ago, um, 
he was saying that there isn't that much money to spend and he's going to have to get creative to bring people in. So let's get creative. Yeah. 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 Um, outgoings. Um, Ariola um, obviously made his way over to uh, Swansea City to play in the EFL Championship. Currently out injured. Um, I Temporarily think outgoing, temporary. most likely. Yeah, oh, yeah. I because there's no um, fee clause in there to make it a permanent sign, and I'm quite confident he will be back at the end of the season um, in in England, even though they're playing Wales. Yeah. I'm going to say nothing on that one because Stu's uh, watching the show. Um but I'm, it's annoying that he's not played more because I would love to have seen him play, get some game time. But he's, I think it was a calf injury he's picked up. Hip. I believe yeah. it's a hip injury. It's oh, something, injury. it's something that's, it's a it's somewhat lingering. I think he's supposed to be back yeah. first week of April, according to yeah. my, my Bible, Foot Mob said uh, first week of April uh, for okay. that. So, Fair. but uh, I mean, they have not been scoring, right? Like I, I'm looking at their, their, their run here, uh, loss one, zero against Cardiff, three yeah. nil against Bournemouth, mm-hmm. uh, beat Luton town one to zero and then drew against Blackburn and then beat, you know, you know, yeah, I'm not, don't, you don't, need, don't, don't need to mention yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, Thanks. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that's, that's it. Like they're not, they're not lighting it on fire. It's, and it's a question yeah. of when he gets back to fitness, are they finally going to give him an opportunity? I think either way, they're 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 still in third, um, not an automatic spot, uh, but yeah. uh, probably good, good odds to beat the playoffs. Is it six? Is it the top six? Uh, so yeah, two so through five, three, four, five, six go into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, three play six and four play five. Um, Middlesbrough, my team, uh, fight hopefully find out to get into that uh, last place in the playoffs. So if Swansea still stay in third, we could be playing them. Yeah, they're on 69 points uh, and uh, Reading on 62 points. So it's pretty tight. There are yep. there are not that many games left here in the season, it would appear. I mean, I guess there are. They, how many I mean, matches do they play in the championship? Uh, 46. Okay, well, there are plenty left. Yes, never mind. <laughs> never mind. So there's plenty of opportunity for them to fall out of that those spots. But all that to say that if they don't get promoted, there's zero chance that they're going to spend the money on yeah. uh, on a transfer for him. So, yeah. and if he if they do make it, it's a matter of how uh, you know how integral is he to that to the, to that stretch run. Yeah, so he's got to play to be integral, though. Yes. Um, I mean, not quite an outgoing. We've already touched on it. Lucio Costa going to Cincinnati. We picked some uh, good old Galva books on that one. Did we get enough Galva books? Yeah, I think from the the. Yes, I think for the way he was playing in Mexico and the fact that there is um, uh, contingencies for next year to, if he does well, to give us more money. So yeah. I also like to see what we're going to spend it on because as far as I'm aware, garbage bucks expire. Uh, so we have quite a nice little stack. Yes. Um, they don't. So what are we going to, what are we going to spend it on? Is it three years they expire? I don't, I don't know. I don't is know. It, Someone in the I'm, chat. I'm going off, Someone... off football manager experience here. Yeah, someone, um, someone in the chat, uh, Google how long uh, general allocation money uh, lasts on a team. I think it's a year, but I could be wrong. Because it's money yeah. for this year. True, but I'm sure there's, I'm sure some of it carries over. Or I might be thinking of Tan. I don't know. Somebody in the chat, yeah, take yeah. care of this. If for someone us, can have a, I can have a look for it. We'll, <laughs> Google. we'll announce it on the show. We're doing we're doing a we're doing a podcast right now. We can't yes. be expected to to know things and have researched it ahead of time. That's no. no. I, and we're blokes, so we can't multitask. Right, right. There you go. It's a, it's a well-known fact. There you go. Um, 
So I don't know whether there was any other um, outgoings that you want to say. O'Neill Fisher. Um, yeah, yes. O'Neill Fisher. Um, trying to think other than that. Uh, other than, you know, deep down the roster, some fo- uh, 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 Melberg. <laughs> Like some players that some players that didn't touch the field very long yeah. uh, or words you already referred to. So, yeah. Um, yeah. No, 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 no real difference makers on a last second to last place team. Yeah. Uh, Kim's just said DC will get nearly half a million Garba books for a non roster player. There you go. The fun, the fun rules of MLS, a player we don't own getting us a half a million dollars. Gotta love it. It's so bizarre. Uh, was excited to see Swansea signing players from MLS. Then they both got injured from Stu. Yeah, so Swansea's a bit of a bad omen for MLS players there. And Kim's just gone, Garba books fall under the Calvin Ball rules. Does that make sense? Because that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that the, the rules will change as, as necessary. Ah, okay. they're, they're, they're fungible, they're fungible rules. Fair dues. Gotta love it. Um, so moving away from signings on to preseason, um, first result. We've had, as I've mentioned earlier on, it was a tie against Greenfield Triumph, which is John Harkes' team, former DC player. Um, I've obviously given my thoughts on it, the fact that I don't really care for the result. It was just all about the match sharpness. Um, did you take away anything from that? No, no. Glad no one got hurt. Uh, yeah. That's really all. And I'm, you know, uh, Rodney Wallace has already been released. My my hope and goal is that Andy Nahar gets a contract that will yes. that will. I'm a sentimental man and that will, that will hit me in the heart in the right way. I know he played at center back. I think, I believe that's what I read on, on the old internet, which is weird. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. I mean, no one got hurt. They drew the fact that there are people angry that they didn't win is extremely uh, predictable and yes. silly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for them to get to games that I can watch uh, in person, preferably, but even online will be fine. Yes. And speaking of, and you said earlier that I, you said earlier that the Loudon game will be streamed. Is that true? I saw today that it would not be streamed from from golf. Is that has it changed? That must have, if that's true. If what you're saying is true, then that's changed. Because I well, I I got told by a little friend of mine um, that the game was being streamed. All right. Well, then maybe you know golf could golf could be wrong. It's entirely possible. Yeah. And uh, if, say, if I trust golf. Yeah, but um, if there's a place where they could stream the game pretty easily, it should be Audi Field. I think that that would be, even on a phone. I don't care. Just, just take this. Just, just do this and uh, show me, show me the game. That's all I need. I, just, I mean, Javi could do it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Another credit to his uh, his resume would be live yeah. video production. I'm sure Claudia has a background in video. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I'll, if we can watch it, I will. I would love it because it'd be nice to be able to watch a game again because it's been what coming up six months, thirty-seven years. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, how long? A couple months. It felt like felt <laughs> a little bit years. longer. Yeah, something like that. The, uh, from particularly from our perspective, right? Like yeah. getting to analyze actual games instead of. Oh my god, I'm so excited. We have been. Po- I feel like we have been podcasting nonstop for. It feels like the offseason has literally been about that long, about yeah. three years. So I'm extremely excited for actual games to talk about and player performances to analyze. Yes. And I'm sure that you all are too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, if you, For those of you watching live, um, let us know what you're most excited about coming up this season um, in terms of the games. Is there a particular game that you're looking forward to um, out there? Um, 
And if you're listening to after a tweet at, at DC United Kingdom, um, let me know what uh, game you're looking forward to um, afterwards. Coming up, though, uh, we've just mentioned we've got Loudoun United coming up on the 26th. We then got uh, Philadelphia Union on the 31st, NYCFC on April 4th. Um, I don't know where we're playing that one. It could be in New Jersey. It could be in New York City. Who the heck knows these days? Um, and then we got the Metro Stars on April 10th, the day after my birthday. There you go. There you go. Happy future birthday. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, so what what do you... Well, two questions. What do you expect from those games? And then follow up on that one. What do you want from those games? Well, if I'm put on my Hernan Lozada media hat, I expect, I don't expect results uh, to go our way necessarily because this is a feeling out period yep. and we're installing a new formation that these players are not all accustomed to. Although we have played a 3-5-2 under Ben Olsen. So yes, it's not completely foreign to these people. Mm-hmm. They have played it. Um, uh, you know, it's it's hard to say that far in advance. I think that I, I think this next game against Loudon is another opportunity for uh, the fringe players, the trialists, to get an opportunity. Yes. I think once you get into uh, April, uh, New York City game, and then the Metro, the uh, Red, the Red Bulls game on uh, <laughs> on the tenth, uh, you're now locking into what your what your lineup is going to be uh, yeah. and making sure you don't get injured. Uh, yeah, I yes. think for me, the most important thing to see. Um, in these games is an offense that seems to be clicking and players who underperformed last year playing with confidence. So yes. Ola Kamara playing with confidence, Julian Gressel playing with confidence, Edison Flores playing with confidence, um, Emil Assad on the wing playing with confidence. Those that's the most important thing. That's what, that's what Ernan, if he does nothing else, restoring those players to their normal working order, I feel like will be, will get us to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, that's, I agree with that. I mean, for me, coming up in these next few games in the preseason. Again, avoiding injuries is obviously going to be a key thing. That goes without saying throughout the entire year because we had some horrendous injuries last year. I'm speaking of which, good friend of both of our shows, Felipe. Couldn't have really picked a better time to get an ACL injury. The longest off-season in history. It's true. I mean... It's true. Saves him a month of play, for sure, with a late start. And we've seen him in training... Um, and all the videos that we've seen online from DC. And it looks like he's training quite hard. Um, I think he said he's on track for May. May return is the hope. I mean, he's not really going to miss that many games then, is he? No. Nope. <laughs> you know, and it's it's a position of, you know, we were, I, think, I don't know where we're talking about it. I'm getting them confused. But uh, Moses Nyman yes. is a player that needs to play. And he's in a position with three guys ahead of him that all could be starters and should be starters. Yeah. So... Really interesting to see how Ernan's able to balance that and get get him minutes. Um, it's important. I think it's really, really important. Uh, more than uh, I don't want to say it's more important than winning because it's not, but it is. It, it's extremely important to the long term success of the franchise to be able to get players like him the exposure that they need to be able to get transferred on. He's a player of the young players. I think he has the highest ceiling, and he is the most interesting to. Uh, to international observers about what his what he could become, so yeah. you got to get him on the field even more than just putting him in Loudon. I think that's fine, but you need to find a way to get him on the field in DC because he's got that much talent. He does. And there was an article last year from the Guardian over here. They are, every year they do like the top fifty under eighteen players, I think it is. And Nyman was the only player from the USA in that, and the fact that and the only player from MLS as well, from what I remember. So the fact that he's in there 
shows how strong of a talent and how much potential he's got to really make waves in in football in general. Yeah, hopefully we can leverage him better than we did Chris Durkin. Chris Durkin was also mm. really pretty highly touted. Yes. Uh, and his career did not take that next jump yet. He's still really young. It could. Yes. Uh, but a player that has that much attention, uh, you've got to figure out a way to get him on the field so that you can leverage that attention to to his and your benefit. Yeah. And I think last year, there was so much hype behind uh, Kevin Paredes that Nyman kind of went under the radar a little bit. And I think he did. He didn't get him, a lot of playtime. It allowed him to kind of just sneak in there a little bit rather than being front and center of everything. Unlike the content that was released the other day where Nyman was front and center with the new kit and obviously from the content. Yeah, well, let's like, see. Let's see what Ernan thinks and, and how he and how he puts him out there. I think it's uh Felipe, you know, you know what all the rest of the players can give you. Honestly, I think that one of those defensive midfielders needs to move need to be moved on. Who would you I, move I, on I, then? Russell. Really? I think Russell. I think Russell has the most trade value within the league yes. as a, with his age and his yep. and his versatility, despite his hating playing right back. Um, I think that you know they're all good players. They can all start. I would say find out what you have with Felipe from a from a return perspective. Yep. Like if you are if you are confident that he will physically be able to hold up uh, this year and next year and maybe one other year. Um, yeah, I, I think you've got to clear some space for for your for your young players to get an opportunity. Yeah, I'm, I I think he's a great player. I think, but that sometimes you have to move great players in order to, you know, yeah, for the position of strength. What are you going to do? Yeah. I, I'd be interested to know what 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 fans or the viewers that are that are watching the kid this too. Like who? Yeah, where? How do you clear up that logjam to get Moses nine minutes? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to disagree with you on releasing Canals. Well, not releasing, obviously moving him on, but yep. I'm going to go with uh, Junior Moreno. I don't think he had an outstanding season last season. Um, I think he's one of those players who is just there. He do, I mean, you need those kind of players to just really just to grind the games out and do what they need to do. But I, for me, I think he's the from class of players, I think he's the one I would move on. He is a player that one of those guys where the statistics you look at don't mm. seem to match the performance. He has a really high, he, 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 he's a positive passer. He's not making sideways and backwards passes. Mm. His completion rate is very high and his one-on-one, one-on-one wins are really, really high. Um, okay. So that's one of those things. Watch the optostats on him after a game. If you yeah. didn't notice him, look at that. And then you'll say, I guess he did better than I thought. And I, yeah, that's consistent. He did have, I think that the thing that people remember about junior is the red card in the MLS back tournament. Yeah. That was really notable. It was a notable, it was probably his biggest brain fart in the DC United uniform in the entire time he's been there. Uh, but I don't know. I think, I think you could go either way with that. I think that I, I just think that Russell has more of a name in the league yeah. and might get you a better return, but yeah. I could be wrong. Maybe they're going to keep four, Defensive Maybe. midfielders who all need to play. <laughs> it's possible. Um, that, that's very Ben Olsen, though, isn't it? It, it was. Yeah, I think we're, <laughs> we've changed, right? Like, so I we think have, there's yeah. probably not a need for that anymore. So what are you going to do? But then saying that, it could be a case of Hannah might turn one of those defensive midfielders into more of a box-to-box midfielder. And that's the kind of Which one. Out- who do you think? Who do you think has that skill set out of those? Felipe. Yeah? Yeah, I think he has. And he's promised me a, a, a great strike. That he okay. promised that on the show. He wanted to get that goal. And, and I think Knauss has said that. It's only we need to get because he models himself on Paul's goals. 
So I think he could be like a deep playing playmaker. That'd be Potentially. Fine. But Knaus is the most versatile out of the lot. Um, I think the one who has the most potential for going forward is Felipe. But again, I'm still I'd still move on Moreno if we would move on one of those. Yeah. Yeah. So where am I? Where am I on these? We season are op- in the season opener. openers. Yes, we're in season openers. Um, first game of the season on April 17th, right home to wherever they like to play at. Apparently, the Red Bull. Is it Red Bull they, Arena? Their schedule, their schedule came out and all their home games are at Red Bull Arena, I believe. Yeah, uh, which is the New Jersey City FC. Um, yep. Yep. Um, I'm really, I, I really can't wait. No, it's a good start for us. I yeah. think that they are a team. They are a team that has only gotten worse, and they have plugged no holes. No. Um, so you know, if you're looking at a team that's looking to get off to a good start with a new coach and a new system, New York City is unlikely to put up much resistance. Yeah. They they've lost. Uh, uh, they lost. They lost Ring. Uh, they've Matriza. lost uh, Matriza. They've lost uh, Ronald. Is it Matarita? Uh, Madureira, they've lost to uh, not in home. Did they lose to home? I don't know. Um, I don't know. They, they've made no. They've made no major oh, in, uh, in, incoming signings. Oh, there was one of the Lots. forwards, little guy. Oh, that's gonna that's gonna annoy me now. Um, I, I can see I can see his face. That's the problem. I just can't <laughs> put a name to the face. Um, but yeah, you're right. They've lost a lot of players and. They've not made any waves in the transfer market. But, and this is obviously old era DC. Traditionally, we've not done well against New York City. We, I think we've had maybe one or two wins against them. Yeah, and a lot of red cards for some reason. Yeah. So Why here's not? some, here are the, here are the players that have, uh, that have moved out. So, so we sure. don't, uh, so we are looking good. Uh, <laughs> Alex Ring out to Austin FC. Yep. Uh, Matarita. FC Cincinnati, uh, Matriza Al-Ali in Egypt, uh, Gideon Zalalem out, free agent. He, he was there? He was, briefly. Oh. He signed, I think, with Kansas City recently. I'm not sure. He plays for, yeah, he's free agent. Um, Brad, Joe Scally uh, signed to Borussia Mönchengladbach for $2 million. Oh, wow. That's so that's fun. cool. I didn't yeah. know about that. Uh, and the two players that are in are a homegrown from Yale and a defensive a defender from uh, uh, Malty Amundsen. So that's it. That's that's their right. big moves that they've made. Tinnerholm still on the team. Yeah. Uh, and a bear. What's that? Castellanos? Castellanos is still on the team as well, oh. and so is a a bear. Jesus okay. Medina is still on the team. So uh, they have some of their names, but they have taken a big uh, big knock here. Keaton Parks, another player that is, I he's think, good. signed. Yeah, he's he's a he's a good young player. James Sands, another player that is uh, someone to watch. But yeah. overall, uh, this is a team. Maxi Morales. Sorry, I'm looking at their their. <laughs> they do have some players. They do have yeah. some players that can do it. Uh, but uh, I think that, you know, uh, this is this is a one you want to look at for three points. I would hope. And to be fair, they did they did well last season. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. Better than us for certain. Well, for well, sure. Yeah. There wasn't many teams that did worse than us. No, no, there were no, not. No, but um, this is a new year. Um, as you, as we've just seen, they've not really made that many incoming signings. Two, 
it could be we could surprise a few this year i reckon and we could start off with like a 5-0 win that would be nice yeah absolutely yeah um the second game of the uh, of the season is uh, on the road at new england revolution now this is a game that i love um watching because i think there's always there's a good rivalry between the two clubs it seems and there's always fouls there's cards and there's usually goals in this game, so I, that's a game I'm looking forward to definitely. Is that the those are the, the at the time of this? Those are the two that were announced. Yes, this is the first two games. Yeah, um, yeah. The Revs are a team that uh, since Bruce Arena has gotten there have been scary to me. Uh, mm-hmm. And before he got there, they were very not scary. They were like a kitten. Uh, now I am now I am much more uh, apprehensive about these games. Yeah, Adam Bushka always tends to score on us. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of players. Teal Bunbury, uh, when oh, he was there, scored a goal against. Yes. Is he still there? He's still there, right? Yeah, he's still there. Yeah, uh, he will. He's probably a good bet for a goal. I yep. feel like there's two. There's two players you want to bet on to score against DC United this year uh, on FanDuel is Bunbury against uh, in New England, and then Acosta yep. when they play uh, FC, FC Cincinnati. Yeah. Guarantee, yeah. Oh. just like put the house on it. Yeah. Just throw all your chips. He's going to score. It's going to happen. Oh, definitely. Um, I'm going to quickly run through the rest of the uh, the season, um, if you don't mind. Go for it. We've got, uh, since that's obviously come out recently, uh, the third game of the season is away to San Jose Earthquakes. Is that not? I'm just looking on the Twitter. I haven't got a, a colour against that one. Um, but from what I remember, that is an away game. That's going to be a very, very early one at three o'clock <laughs> for you. Yeah, not good. Yeah. I think that's going to be one way I might go to bed beforehand and then wake up and then watch it after <laughs> and be ready for the day. Um, then we've got Columbus Crew, uh, Chicago Fire, Orlando City, Philadelphia Union, into Miami, but that uh, kickoff time is yet to be announced. Um, followed by another game against into Miami. Gotta love MLS for back-to-back games against the same yeah. team. Um, well, I think they're trying to do that. I think for you know COVID reasons specifically and travel. You say that there is three weeks between the games. Okay, then I don't know why. <laughs> that was my only thought. Other yeah. than that, I mean, it's a. You'd think that would be logical, but no. Um, we then got playing against uh, newly named club football de Montreal because you know. Yeah. Um, then New Jersey City FC, uh, Toronto FC, Philly Union. That's always a good game, that one. Um, Chicago Fire, um, New Jersey, uh, the Metro Stars, Cincy, Columbus Crew again, Club Football Montreal, Nashville, um, New England Revolution, Atlanta United, another classic game, uh, it seems to be between the two sides. And then Philadelphia Union. Back to uh, Metro Stars, Chicago Fire, Atlanta again, Cincinnati, Minnesota, Orlando, Nashville, New England Revolution, NYCFC, New York uh, Metro Stars, Columbus Crew, and then our final game of the season on Sunday, November 7th, which will be an 8.30pm kickoff over here in the UK. Yes. There you final, go. final game, Toronto FC. So, well, I have I don't have any sort of PTSD against games at the end of the season being against Toronto. No, I don't no, call no, that being a problem at all. So no. we're good to go. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I think uh, Donovan Donovan was talking about trying to make decision day less exciting. So I am <laughs> all for that. Let's yes. do that, please. Yeah, absolutely. I I would 
like less pressure. I would like for us to have wrapped up the um, support shield by then. Okay, yeah, yeah, that yeah. too. I, I even please let it not be just for a playoff spot. Please let it not just be for a home game. If there's somehow we're playing for no, just like you know maybe seating, seating's fine. Yeah, dead rubber would be the best. Yeah. And then we can all just relax and it's a party. But uh, yeah. I don't think they, they choose not to do that very often. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, any thoughts on the upcoming season? Obviously, it's, do you reckon it will be a surprise or do you reckon it will just be a transitional year and we'll scrape into the playoffs? I think, uh, you know, I think that the floor for me is the eighth spot and the ceiling for me is the seventh spot. <laughs> I feel like there's not a lot of variance. <laughs> I think that, you know, it's not a championship club at this moment. There yeah. there need to be a lot of player movement to get there and a lot of uh, Ernan's got to have some more time with them, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think that just based on the, the talent on the team uh, in this Eastern Conference, that eighth is all you you should accept no less than that i don't care if it's a transitional year i don't care if we're trying to lower expectations uh that's just that's just that's table stakes for me to get into the playoffs yeah definitely and just to go back onto the um season three episode two with Ernan lasada uh feel free to watch that on youtube or tune in on uh, your podcaster um I'm just going to drop those links in there. Why not? Good job, man. Yeah, that's, I love it. That. That's how you, you do that it. Yeah. That's how you do it. Um, he is of the opinion that it's going to be a transitional year. Um, he understands the fact that there is a different style of play that he's, the club is used to. And there's a really different style of play that he likes to play. So he's got a, obviously a very attacking philosophy. And if you listen to the episode, you know that there are, he's never had a nil-nil tie. Um, and he's had a 5-5 tie, that which was just insane. Ten goals in one game. I think he was saying that it was back and forth, and then they went two goals down, and they brought it back, and it's just, that's the games I live for right there. Um, well, what was the new, I'm, I somehow forgot this. The, the game in which we got a point, it was that we got a point against New York City FC with no shots. That was that, that, was that match, right? We didn't win with no shots. It wasn't an own goal when we won, right? It was... I'm, I'm uh, trying to remember. It no, was a, it was a draw, right? Yeah. So there was one guy. So going back to season three, episode three with Bill Hamid, um, the last show, um, there was a game we were talking about and it was a game against Montreal away. And he made so many saves. And that was one of his uh, best games that he was in. He had, DC United had one shot on goal, one shot on target. I'll be one one nil. There you go. Efficiency. That's that. That's what we like. XG1, goals one. Exactly. Well, I don't know whether it was an expected goal. No, right. Well, unexpected. Come on. U- UXG. <laughs> right. Let's have a little look at the comments, see what's being said. Um, so, Stu's uh, season can't start soon enough. Looking forward to the start of what's hopefully a brand new era. Totally agree. Uh, Kim was saying uh, when we were talking about uh, midfield options, Moses is naturally more of an eight than a number six. I think that's actually true. I think yeah. that he is, he's a much, he's a, you know, you look at his size and you look at his range of passing and you look yeah. at his ability to keep the ball. Um, I think that's right. I think yeah. that that is certainly true. So I think that he, but he fits better in a pairing rather than just sitting, sitting flat against the, in front of the back, back. Three. Yeah. Yeah, that, that to me, that's more the Russell role rather than yep. the, And to be fair, Russell has now changed his number to number six. There you go. Trying to dram. He's like, I'm not a right back. I'm not a right back. Look at my number. They don't play there. Exactly. 
Uh, Stu then goes on to say, versatility versus speciality. Would rather keep Russell. He's probably the right business decision, though. Yeah, yeah I think he, he could fit in more places, but I think that that's also why he has value. Yeah. Um, Kim just says, it's a transitional year where we'll be surprised. I'll take that. Sure. Yeah. As long as it's not a negative surprise. Yeah. We yeah. can't, I don't think we, well, that would be a surprise. If we were as bad, that would be a surprise. So Yeah, I'd, that would be very big. Ooh, no, don't want that. Please, please, no. Yeah, I agree. Um, biggest, let's, let's have some predictions for the year. Um, okay. Who do you think is going to be the biggest surprise this year? Apart from ourselves. Hmm. I'm like from a player's perspective, who's gonna be have the most surprising season or the or let's let's do player and club. Okay. Oh, oh, oh I got it now. You're saying yeah. Um on DC United, who's gonna have the most surprising year? Uh I think uh I'm gonna be optimistic and say Ola Kamara will have the most surprising year and that he will score eight goals <laughs> after scoring. I am that's a surprise, right? Like I feel like wow. if I've got to make a surprising yeah, I've got to make a surprising thing. It's it would a bold be that. Thing. Like if I were to tell you that, say Julian Gressel had twelve assists again, which he has done before, is that yeah. a surprise? Is that that's more not a surprise. or less surprising to you? All right, that's not I mean, a surprise. To be fair, no, that's surprising in the DC team. Okay, well, either one of those two yeah. surprises. Cool. I think that yeah. I think Gressel has ten assists, and I think Ola has eight goals. Nice. I I, I would be very happy with that. I don't um, know if that's going to happen, but that would be a surprise, and that's my surprise I'm offering no. uh, from a team perspective. Who would be a big surprise? Um, do you have one on? You have do you have one on top of your head already, so I can come back, or I, I have to I do, reckon, walk through it. I reckon Cincy will surprise a lot of people this year, just from how much money they've spent in the transfer market. When you sign the likes of Brenner, who is just again, Stu will back me up on this one. When you go on uh, Football Manager, he is just absolutely insane. Um, one of our friends, Andy, he. Um, Seeing that uh, Cincinnati sold him to Sao Paulo for $3.3 million. There you go. That's business sense right there. Um, but I think Cincinnati will surprise a lot of people, a lot like how Orlando uh, surprised a lot of people in 2020. Here's your big surprise. I bet you that Atlanta United will not finish 23rd overall again this season. No, I, that's not that, that's not a surprise. Come not a on. surprise. No. Not a surprise. Oh, and I, then I don't know. Uh, I mean, they've got Martinez back this year. Oh, I didn't know that you realized that. I thought maybe <laughs> that that would be not the case. I thought maybe I could slip that one past you. I mean, so uh, let, yeah. Let's put it this way: new new people to MLS probably will be surprised at that. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's oh, uh, LA Galaxy also will perform much better with Craig Vanny. Uh, Carlos Pavone, I think, is not coming back for uh, very bad reasons. If you've, mm, if you've Googled him lately, yes. Uh, but I think that they will probably they will probably have a much better year. Their roster is not uh, is not as strong, obviously, as it was a few years ago. But yep. I would bet you that both of those teams will revert to form over the long run. So, yeah. my a surprise from the other side. So rather than people who are shockers for a good reason, I reckon LAFC are not going to have as good as you. As they, I mean, they tend to choke anyway, but I reckon they won't get the opportunity to do that. Well, that's possible. I mean, Carlos Vela mm. is uh, is not a spring chicken. He's still he's still pretty young. Although I think the big, uh, I don't remember why I was getting the rounds again, but the interview with Sebi and uh, and uh, Ibrahimovic mm. talking about, well, we have there's two great players in LA, and he's like, how old is he? Ah, uh, yes, when I was that age, where was I? Oh, I was in Europe. 
That's why. So, uh, yeah, yeah LAFC, LAFC is uh, that's a good shout. It's possible that they don't live up to the same expectations as they were they had before. Yeah. Is Dayan Yakovich still there? Is, is DC United club legend uh, Dayan Yakovich still there? I don't know, actually. Um, it was a wild to me that he was the starting center back for them for the whole first season that they were. That's insane. His, he was he was here for a while and then he played in Japan for yeah. quite a, like a long long time. I thought he had retired, but he did not clearly. Uh-huh. There you go. Um, I'm just going to quickly move back to the uh, chat. Uh, said, amending the sleep pattern for live MLS is a ritual in itself. Those rare normal time games in the UK are like getting a free cookie with your coffee. Man, how many of you? How many of you guys are there? We got. I've got. To, we've got. To, I mean, we got to understand this yeah. from us. From us folks who are over here. Yeah. We look at. Uh, we look at the TV ratings in our country and they're they get beaten by axe throwing they get beaten by like you know monster truck rallies that are shown on replay yeah um paint drying all those things tend to beat an mls game on on national television yeah how many of you staying up late folks uh, are there uh, over there if you had to guess i mean i reckon there's quite a lot of us from a dc perspective I think this is going to surprise you because if you end up becoming a DC United Kingdom member, which you can do, just head to dcunitedkingdom.com forward slash membership. Um, there's a few of us from the UK in there um, who do stay up and watch the games. Um, probably will be doing some more watch-alongs this year um, because the few times that we did last year, it went really, really well. Um, but there you've got uh, Orlando City UK who've got a huge membership and a huge following they've got quite a lot of i would probably say you're probably looking at a four-figure number all right i was going to ask how many open top buses could you fill with oh, mls quite, watchers I, quite a few uh, a fleet yeah a, a interesting fleet, a fleet of open top buses yeah it's it's growing. Let's put it that way. Um, it, do, it doesn't help the fact that a lot of the games are kicking off in the early hours of the morning. I, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Like that's the yeah. extreme. That would be like if there was a large uh, supporters group culture for like Australian soccer here on the East coast of, yeah. cause those, those are on at 2am. So if there, maybe there are a whole bunch of like Adelaide yeah. United supporters groups know. in Virginia that I don't know about it. It's possible. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but you know, we appreciate it. You don't, you don't goose our, you don't goose our domestic members, but we'll, we'll take it anyway. Yeah. It's, it's one of these things that when you get into it, you realize that the community aspect of it, it doesn't matter which team you follow. Um, MLS UK community is something special. Um, there is a hashtag that we use, which is hashtag MLS UK. So you can see all the content and all the tweets that happen from all the followers of MLS over here. And there's, there's no bad blood. Um, and that's what I love about MLS in general as well. Um, when you've got games against rivals, yes, you've got the, the TFOs, you've got um, the smoke grenades and things like that, but you just don't see the violence or you don't hear about it anyway. Unlike you do when you go to a Millwall game or you go to a Leeds United game. Right. Uh, it happens, but it's the exception rather than something that's expected. I think yeah, that's fair. Exactly. Yeah. I think that the, uh, we had uh, it's, it'll be dropping next week. We had an interview with Zoltan Stieber um, and he talked about how it sounded bad at the time. And I think that he tried to correct it too. Like it sounded like uh, he was saying he went here for a vacation, uh, but it not necessarily true more. It was, it was more that uh, it was a mental break from the, the strain of being uh where every the game is 24 seven there. The game yeah. is all the only thing that matters when you're in the streets, if you have a bad game, people yell at you, yeah. you can't go anywhere. 
Uh, and he didn't want that anymore. And he came here and he realized that he could have a life and there were other things that were more important. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I love soccer obviously, but like there are things that are more important. And even if you get paid to play, like you should be able to have a life uh, and and have some joy, even if your team sucks, um, you can't just be miserable all the time. And you can't, you can't, you you shouldn't tolerate people coming up to these to to you on the street and yelling at you in your face because you played poorly. You put the, a phrase that I said earlier, just off off offshore, you put the shoe on the other foot. You wouldn't want to be shouted out for doing your job badly, would you? Right. So why, why would you do it to someone else? Um, I I've got a mantra of treat people like how you want to be treated. It's as simple as that. It is. Yeah. Um, going going back to the chat after that lovely MLS UK uh, plug there. Um, <laughs> what have we got on there? Stu, uh, no more Kamara cul-de-sac. Um, which uh, if you've obviously watched Kamara quite a lot over the last couple of years, he likes to uh, get himself offside. Uh, no comment on that one. Um, but then he also backs me up about Brenner on Football Manager. Um, is an insane talent. But there's been plenty of FM talents who don't reach those heights. Freddie, you do. Channel yeah. Samba. Um, if you are a long-time football manager player, um, there's, a, there's a lot of uh, players who just don't do it. So there is sometimes they are wrong, but they're right quite a lot of the time as well. Uh, Kim wants a census of UK watchers. Um, I do too. Yeah. Um, we need a head count. We do. And to be fair, we've just had a UK census happen Last they could have added the question. They could have added, added do you stay up there. late? Missed opportunity. Oh, damn. Just have to do Flores. <laughs> or in my household, Flores. Because, <laughs> you know, got, got the kid and he's uh, usually asleep at that point. If he's not teething or yeah. going through a sleep regression like he is at the moment. Ah, fun, 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 fun. Yes. Dead stuff. Yes. Ugh. It's really annoying. Last night was a killer. Um, Stu goes, there's at least three of us. Stu, there's more than that. Come on. There you go. Yeah. That that's about what we have DC averages on TV outside of uh outside of the DC region when it gets yes. on ESPN Plus. So well, the thing over here, the games are really accessible. So sort of like the inverse of how we can watch all of your games on for six yeah. bucks a month. Right. But then that's the inverse for us. So we right, can watch all the games over here. Yep. Because of media rights. So yep. for us, we get to, if we're not bothered by commentary, we get to watch all the games online. There's, you can literally stream all the games for free. Not all legal as well. Um, but then you've obviously got VPNs and all that jazz. And you've got, uh, there's a channel called Free Sports. Uh, they broadcast a lot of the MLS games. Then there's Sky Sports as well, which is the major broadcaster for sports coverage over here. And they brought I feel like MLS UK sponsorship opportunity for that for that dodgy website that uh, broadcasts all the game. I think you guys should look into a yeah sponsorship. Like just you know for those for those of you who want to watch more games and just can't for yes. for if you're if you're up at one a.m. watching this game on the West Coast, <laughs> go uh, to this website. I mean, the, last year the MLS is back tournament, the Montreal Impact game, which was obviously a late game for you guys. Yep, so I think it was a ten o'clock kickoff. Um, I was at a 10.30 one, I think, actually. Because that was the one was delayed, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, then No, there was one that was delayed three times. That was per... the Toronto game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, that was the one that you got to do the pregame stuff, wasn't it? Yes, I think so. Yes. I think that's right. I was supposed to do that the day before, but then it got delayed. So, And then I was at work the next day. 
I Wally pipped you. You did. And I hope <laughs> you enjoyed it. <laughs> it was great. Um, Kim's just said there was a, that time where someone launched a bottle, ro- a bottle rocket at the Metro Stars bench. Yeah, I mean, there are, there are yeah. you know, rare occasions of a, there was a fight outside Audi Field two years ago after a game. It happens. Was that, that was against Seattle, wasn't it, if I remember right? Yes, yes, yes. And apparently we were the aggressors on that one. So it happens, but uh, if you really want to do things that are, you know, countercultural or whatever, is is just, I would recommend you just take uh, RFK refugee stickers and you just put them in the bathroom at Audi Field uh, as as numerous, numerous of you have done over the years. Uh, you can, you can, you can buy stickers at rfkrefugees.com slash merch if you're interested in becoming a, a hooligan uh, without hurting anybody. Just put the stickers on places. Oh, all right. Right. Should we move on to some fun questions? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, we are. This is a marathon episode. I thought we I would know. go 60 minutes. We are still rocking here. We are still rocking. We've, we're coming up to the last section. If you're still watching, which there is guys out there, you're still watching. So we do appreciate the support and yep. the fact that you're still there in the chat. So if you've got a question that you want to ask us, get it in there now um, because we're, we've got a, a couple of questions to go through. So um, I've sent an Insta story out to get some questions and a person asked three, which was quite nice to see. So uh, I on Instagram um, asked, are we planning on attending any games this season? For me personally? Yeah, that's a better, harder question for you probably. It, yeah. Um, it all depends on COVID. Um, yeah. I know me and my wife really want to come back to DC because we love the city. Um, and if the opportunity ever came, we'd move out there in a, in a heartbeat. Easy. No, no questions asked. Um, however, COVID's, COVID rise, uh, whether we're allowed to travel and if we ended up coming back and we'd have to quarantine and pay £1,750 for the privilege of doing that. Ooh. Did you not know that? No. What? Yeah, so depending on which country you come back from, um, if you're on, they call it the red list of countries. I think uh, France is about to go on there. Um, uh, Brazil, South Africa, the the countries where the pandemic's really hit badly. Um, You got to quarantine for 10 days, I think it is, or is it seven days? One of the two. And you have to pay £1,750 to do it. There's no choice on it. You either get pay that or you get fined £10,000. Yeah, not worth traveling, man. No, no. DC will be here. Yeah. But USA anywhere. isn't on that list. So we'd still have to quarantine, but we wouldn't have to pay for the privilege. That is insane. Yeah. I, that is nuts. I feel like if that were an American policy, there would be, we don't handle that as well. <laughs> we, we, chuck, we chuck tea into rivers for that kind of thing. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that would slide here. I don't think it would. No. But honestly, yeah, I would love to come, come back. I would love to bring uh, the little boy over as well and get him to, Audi Field for his uh, first ever soccer match. That would be insane to have him go get asked when he's old. What was your first football game? Yeah, yeah my dad took me to um, America for some strange reason. Um, <laughs> there are so many other options nearby. However, yeah. what we did was <laughs> we, we we took a nine hour flight, went to DC, and uh, we ended up uh, in Audi Field. That would be a story. That would be. It would. Yeah. Um, I, I am planning on going to. Uh, Quite a few games, I think. Um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, we're waiting to find out what the credential situation is uh, for 2021. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that the yes, I will be. I will be there for anybody. For anybody who's listening and, and wants to wants to meet, there won't be very many of us. There will only be 20 percent of capacity. But if I'm there, we can 
Is it 20,000? I thought it was 10%. I don't know. And I, think it's two, I think it's 2,000, isn't it? 2,000 right. spectators, which is... It'll well, ramp up through the season. It, won't, oh, it yeah. will not remain that low for, for long. I bet. I imagine even in April, they'll probably bump that number up a little bit. Yeah. And, and to be honest, it's extra revenue either way for the club, which is what they need right now. So mm-hmm. happy days. Um, next question he asked was, any players we would like to see DCU bring in? So many. There is, yeah. I mean, <laughs> literally, literally thousands of players yeah. would love the. Um, I'm, I'm going to tack yeah. something onto this one. Yeah. Because there was a tweet that um, I got tagged in uh, by David Shams um, and a friend of the show. Um, he asked about Gareth Bale um, and where do we see him coming in? Would it be MLS? Would, I mean, Gareth Bale is on a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. But yeah. would you. Would that be the kind of player you'd want to see come in, coming into the twilight years of his career, winding down, coming up to retirement so he can play more golf? Um, <laughs> He'll want to go play for Atlanta so he could play at Augusta every weekend. Oh. I think that would be his. That would be his desired location. Yeah, I would um, love to play Augusta. Yeah, I mean, you and a lot of people for sure. Yeah. I don't. I don't think though. The, the, I, I think that Wayne Rooney was the the rare exception of that move working. Yep. I think more often than not, it does not work. Look at Gareth Bale in, at Spurs this year. Not yeah. not really let the world on fire. Um, yeah. So I think player I, it has to be a player that's motivated. Yeah. Um, talent does not overcome apathy. So you need to have a player who actually wants to be here. So I don't, you know, there's plenty of players I'd like to see here. Luciano Costa being one of them, of course. Um, but there are, there are, yeah, right. There are lots of, there are lots of, um, I feel like my expectations are so low because of how they have uh, talked about money for the mm. last forever. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really always surprised when it's someone that I've heard of already that we, that we buy. Yeah. It's usually somebody they have to Google furiously and talk about. Yes. Is there any uh, player that you would hope that you'd hope that we would sign? Um, I don't think so. Many because of my expectations were tempted, tempered when I'd um, earned on the show. Um, and so now we have to, we have to be creative this year, but I would, I want to see us bring youth in rather than players at the tail end of their career because yep. usually you only get one or two years out of them. I mean, you look at Wayne Rooney, we only we only got 18 months out of him. Yeah. Which, granted, he had a great 18 months with us. So not so great last couple of games, but he scored plenty of amazing goals against Orlando City. Um, I just want to see the youth. I want to see players here for the for a longer term rather than just a quick quick blast get a few shirt sales and job done yeah i don't, I don't want to see Ab- that. give me tammy abraham that's that's what i want give he's he's on the outs yes. at chelsea give 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 him me it's like on on fifa where you spend your entire transfer budget on making a player who doesn't want to come to you come to you and yeah. that's what this that's what this would be there in space that's what i want Tommy would be a great sign he's Good. he would kill he would destroy mls oh. he, would, he would he would rip it in half that'd be great pace. he's great in the yeah He's yep, got a good he's, finish he's on big, it. He's big. He's strong. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All those things. There we he go. Gets, I, I imagine MLS center backs having a real tough time with him, but They're not to be scared. Yeah. Yeah. Nigel Roberta, the the uh, the compromise choice. <laughs> uh, you never know. He might light the MLS on fire. He. I'm saying he's just not Tammy, Tammy Abraham. I'm saying if, if we were, he's not. Yeah. So let's, let's I, I think that he will still... Uh, I, you know, my bold prediction is he will score more goals than Eric Sorga did last year by a multiple of three mm. uh, in 2021. So he will have at least three goals. That's yes. 
my bold prediction. Put it in pen. But will he score in the 98th minute against the Metro Stars? I mean, that's where, how many goals is that worth? I guess is what you're I saying. I mean, that's so worth that, a lot of goals. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's like 10 goals. Yeah. Uh, Especially yeah. when it's the winner as well. No, I listen. I get it. That's why so many fans love him so much, but that's just, okay. that's, that's that. Kim, now, if you're going to get a player now, now is the time to raid Lee Gunn in France. Yeah, no, that's true. That's, that's, that's a great shout, that one. But they would take They're a while on... to get over because of COVID. I was just about to say the, the, the red list or whatever. Yes. Challenge. Yeah, make them pay $1,750 to uh, quarantine in a hotel. Why not? You're gonna have to break the show into two pieces, man. We are, uh, we are. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Nah, we're about to put chapters in it. It's gonna be an audible <laughs> audiobook. Oh, don't, don't tell me. I um, think it's a new revenue opportunity. That is, yeah, we could, we could uh, branch out um, from the SECN into audiobooks. There you go. Um, and last question from uh, Trip and I is uh, thoughts on the schedule. Um, it's great to have football back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I have a, I have a lot of work ahead of me as I go uh, and try to book all the other other teams uh, blogs on the yep. show ahead of time. So yeah. I'm happy to have it to start doing that work. But also I'm dreading I'm dreading the amount of email that I'm about to have to do. <laughs> oh, well. Right. So now you, I know before the show, you mentioned that there was a couple of uh, questions. Yeah, that yeah. On Discord. So do you want to go through those? Yeah, let me read those real quick here. Uh, to, do sorry i didn't have it up in front of me here um question from angus how has the uh supporters content creator con- i don't know secn i don't remember what it's actually stands for impacted your work has it improved player avail- availability and front office cooperation uh, i'll speak for us and say uh so secn is i think you can see above my above my left head there's a there's a logo here that james just, has put just just uh some one of these directions that way uh, um it's uh it was a group put together by the comms folks at dc united to uh showcase creator creator made content and also uh make it a little bit easier for us to get what we need to be able to create what we want to create um i think it's i think it's been mutually beneficial uh for the team and for us i think that there's there aren't uh, as many mainstream outlets giving them the attention that they think they deserve or want uh, so it's really about the people who do it for free um, and, and how much, you know, James and I, I know we put a lot of work in to be able to, to put the show together and yeah. make it look good make it something worth your time to spend on. Uh, but I will say that the team since this has started has been extremely um, flexible and, and, and helpful in getting us uh, the, the players that, you know, we basically ask our listeners, who do you want us to get? And then we go get them. That's kind of how it works. And that's uh I mean, that's ideal. It's great. I think that it'll, the question, I, the question I always have is, you know, what, what's this going to be like, uh, post COVID? I, I feel like, it, are we, are we still going to have this awesome relationship? I hope we do. I think it's, I, I really do think it's beneficial for, for both sides. What yeah. do you think? No, I totally agree. I think it's for me personally, it's been phenomenal. The, the whole setup when it was originally done was fantastic. I remember we had that first call, um, about yeah. it and when it got set up, that was that was unreal because I think we had, um, I hope they don't mind me saying, but we had Ben Olsen and Steve Birnbaum on the call. And that was, that was just insane. Um, yeah. So I really enjoyed that. And it's just gone from strength to st- strength over the months and over 
it's it's been what just over a year now since it got originally set up i think, I think that's right actually yeah it's been a year i know when it was because oh. i was in the city for work that day it was a month and two weeks ago wow a year and a year and a year and two weeks ago uh, there you go so um, the uh i was just gonna say and and two the people who started that have moved on from the team so half the people in the room mm-hmm. with us uh, as this was starting are gone and it's and it's still on its feet and it's still working so the the, the folks who remain have done a good job uh, at you know i think and and two like it's still it's important to everybody all of us to really keep still editorial freedom they don't they don't yeah. They don't interfere on what we have to say. They don't. They don't uh, pre-screen questions on any of that stuff. So they understand that, you know, while we're not capital J journalists or whatever, uh, yeah. there's still there's still a respect for what we're doing and, and making it authentic. And um, you know, I don't think they want to hear us just jumping down up on the team every single day and, and the players personally. But yeah. uh, you know, for the most part, it's it's it's. A, I think it's a really transparent and good agreement that's that's benefited uh, us, them, and the yeah. listeners. I mean, you, you look at from both of us, um, the amount of guests that we've had on the show and the, the caliber of the guests. Um, we've both had Hernan Lasada on this year. It's who would have thought, oh, well, who would think from any league in the world that they would have the head coach of a professional soccer club on a fan-made podcast? That was also, uh, we, were, we were the first uh, media availability. Yeah, that he yeah. had it all. Yeah, there was. It came out before his post interview. It came out before his athletic interview. So, yeah. uh, if that doesn't tell you the the value that they place on these groups, not just yeah. our show, but like all of these groups, uh, I think it's. And I don't think anything will. They they yeah. they know that the people who care the most are the people who listen to podcasts yeah. because you're obviously a, a hardcore if you're spending your time or in some cases your money uh, supporting podcast uh, yeah. creators. So. Yeah, um, head over to rfkrefugees.com for slash merch. <laughs> there you go. There, there you, you go. go. Or Patreon, either way, whatever you want to do. Yeah, and for me, just look in the description. You'll see some links in there. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, SEC, SCCN has been fantastic. I've loved every minute of it. It's it certainly helped me keep going, um, not just because I love the club as well. Obviously, that keeps me going. But the fact that we've got constant contact with the guys in the club, the fact that we can just bounce emails from between us to get some ideas going, I think is absolutely fantastic. So thank you to the club for one center, but to keeping it going and three, giving us the players that we, we do ask for because you're just fantastic. Um, was there was a, another question that came through. It was about that. It was about that. I think we covered it. Cool. Um, there was a question just in the chat there from Stu who in, who in the MLS would you like to see DCU get on board realistically? Ooh, interleague transfer. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Teal Bunbury, so he stopped scoring on us. Yes, we don't have to play him. That's true. We could just we could, we could give him put him on, on vacation. He could yes. retire him. Got, we pay him leave. to go paint, right? <laughs> Let him go play golf. Yeah, he could go. He could go paint with Ben in his in his studio. Yes, I said, to be fair, some of his stuff is pretty good. Oh, it's very good. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I talked to my wife about taking a look at that. She's like, you do you know how much paintings on six foot by six foot canvases cost? It's like, I don't. She's like, we're not, we're not, we're not there. We're not doing that. So and, and how much do they cost? Oh, they're it's I don't I have not asked him. No. It's a but uh, I think we're talking in the the four to five digits potentially, probably at least four, probably potentially five, Ooh. depending on the larger one. So yeah, yeah. That's a pass. 
Yeah, hard pass, unfortunately. That's the yes. pass, Ben. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could be wrong. Hey, it could be a couple hundred dollars, and I'm making a move. So, Ben, if you're if you're if you're one of the few people watching live right now, you know, get in my DMs. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I got I got a credit card. And it, and if you end up seeing one of the tags that we might tag you in on Insta, because um, we know you're on there. There you go. That's true. Just 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 hit him up. Let him know. Give him something for free. Why not? Um. Kim has uh, just commented on obviously our SCCN stuff there. That's a far cry from where it used to be under previous communication regimes. Now, for me, I don't really know how it was before um, because I'm not. Kim is, Kim is speaking the truth. That is that is factual. Yeah. Um, yes. I, I have I have been involved in some capacity, either a blogger or podcaster or, or something for. What year is it? We're in 2021. Uh, <laughs> like like 10 years off and on. So I've, oh. I've dealt with a couple of different regimes. Yeah. Uh, so I would say for sure they have gotten much, much better about realizing that this is a, you know, free media is good media that doesn't cost yes. you anything. And when you're a constrained budget in a comms department, boy, if there are people that are willing to give hours and hours of their week to create content about you, you better, it, it serves you well to make them happy. So they have done that. Exactly. Well, I think that's that's all the questions, we, isn't it? I don't think there was any more that have come through. Um, I'm just going to quickly check uh, the channels just to make sure. But no, that looks like it is it. Um, and I'm surprised we've still got watches because England are, are playing at the moment. So we've done well. Yeah, wow. Yes, there we go. Right. Um, oh, Kim's just said there was, a, there was a good age, there was a dark age, and there is the current times. And yep. There you go. I, there you go. There you are. Right. I think we're we're coming to a natural end now. We've done the fan questions. Is there anything you want to promote? I know you've dropped in a few links over the over the. I don't know what you're podcast. talking about, James. I have not done that <laughs> at all yet. Uh, I think the biggest thing I haven't talked about. Uh, if there's an if somebody here and you guys can do this from overseas, we're doing a lot eight tailgate, a virtual tailgate uh, before the first game. Uh, so you can go to rfkrefugees.com/tailgate. It's basically going to be a Zoom party where we're all going to get together and drink, uh, talk about the game, and then it, it'll turn into a live episode um, preview game. So make sure you join us for that. Uh, I, I It could be potentially that I'm going to be at Audi Field for that, so I don't necessarily know yet uh, how that will work, but we're going we're gonna to make it We're gonna make it work anyway. So rfkrefugees.com slash tailgate. Uh, and then if you want to listen to our podcast, I would imagine if you're listening, I think that there's a good chance that we have a shared audience in some way, but uh, if not... yeah rfkrefugees.com slash subscribe and uh and check us out no definitely um great podcast um and thank you for taking the time out to come on to the show today um we need we need to we need to do it the other way around that's for sure yeah yeah no for sure yeah um as i've already mentioned before there's a, a few links down in the description um if you want to support the show in any way, we've got merchandise. Um, there is a new store, um, different to what we had last year, but some great stuff on there. Um, you've got membership as well, which is free. Um, you don't have to pay, but if you do want to pay, there is the option to do that and support the show. Um, there's also Patreon as well, which is another way you can support the show without becoming a member. I think this starts from like $3 a month. So why not? Who Go for it. Support me. It'd be nice. Um, and that's about it. Thank you for watching if you're watching live. Thank you for watching if you're watching after. Thank you for listening to the show. Please share. Um, rate the show as well. Um, give it five stars. Why not? Don't want anything less, really. 
and leave a review. And until next time, until season three, episode five, by Mosh United. And there we go. All right, man. Thank you very much. That was that yeah, was a marathon. It was. It was. It <laughs> happens. I had to go see my wife before I'm locked in the basement forever. I gotta not do any more podcasts this week. That's I am tapped out. Four is four is the maximum. All right, man. That's my thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. No, thank you for coming on. It's been a blast. And uh yeah, I'll see you around. Yeah, I'll tag me whatever, I'll promote it. Cool. Thank you. Take care.